to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. And it's another episode, a new year. Yeah. A new reading plan. 2024 edition. 2024 edition. So <laughs> I am agreeing to do January. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this Bible reading plan we're doing, you've, you've kind of worked on it, pieced it together. Yeah. It's based off of the uh, Bible reading plan called the E100. Right. And you've you've kind of divided it up, expanded yeah. it so that it it's about a chapter a day. I made the E two hundred and twenty one. Okay, so it <laughs> but, was a hundred day, but hundred days. I added a bunch of text. I, yeah, you know, so. yeah. So that was the it was the foundation that you jumped off on right. to, to make it. And the idea behind this reading plan is that it will take us through the entire Bible. Yeah, you won't read everything, but you'll kind of get the overarching storyline. Yes. So like in preparation for today's recording, we're recording five days. Yeah. I was like, where's Genesis 4? Right. How did we skip it? So there's going to be a lot of those like, how did we skip this chapter? Right. Uh, but man, whenever you're trying to get the entire Bible and you know the, the, the broad sweeps of it right. in one year, you have to leave some stuff behind. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, if you're doing the whole, the whole Bible in a year, it's about four chapters a day. Seven days a week. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're doing five days a week, one chapter a day. Right. Roughly about one chapter. Yeah. And you'll see on the Bible reading plan, there sometimes you'll start in like chapter six, verse five, and end in chapter seven, verse 14. Yeah, we have or one whatever. of those later on this week. Right. So um, just follow the plan. Uh, you, can, you can find those in two ways. One, we have uh, hard copies at the church and we also have a digital copy that comes out in the weekly bulletin so yeah. and the weekly bulletin which comes out on wednesday will tell you um what that whole week of readings is going to be yeah and, and so we'll like cover. all this week we're in genesis right genesis one two three six eight and eleven yes good job good memory yeah, yeah that's better than mine i put it together <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're going to be in the in the beginning section yeah yeah of the, the reading so that takes us to Genesis chapter one, um, and, and there's a lot going on. Well, really, I mean, the, the first few chapters of Genesis is so important yeah. for the Christian life, right? Because so, I mean, we're talking about life before the fall, mm-hmm. and it's only chapters one and two, which is life before the fall. But what I think Genesis one and two does is say this is creation yes. before the curse. Yes, and so I think. What it does is it points to us to us like this is what life should be like, right? Uh, life without the curse, yeah, um, and creation without the curse. Yeah, I think that the 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 true view is that this is this is paradise, right? Like yeah. this is what we all desire innately mm-hmm. uh, in our in our in our beings, right? I, I love the book um by milton paradise lost right mm-hmm. uh, obviously it's allegorical and yeah. you know all that stuff uh creative license has been taken in that book um but the the idea is like what did we lose like mm-hmm. what, what <laughs> and, and these couple of chapters uh today and tomorrow man we're gonna hopefully see the beauty of life before the fall mm. So that begins with where do you want to focus in? Where do you want to hone? Well, I think there's a few things we can we can talk about the power of God. Yeah. Right. So uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm. Uh, so what did God make them out of? Well, He made them out of nothing. Yeah. Uh, he He took nothing, and He made something out of it. Right. Uh, the beautiful creation that we now live in, 
and I think we can see the order of that creation. Mm-hmm. How the cre what he made was was good. He always yeah. declared it to be good, not broken, not broken. Uh, but it was good, but it was also orderly. Yes. And I, and I think there's a principle for life there that that order is good. Yeah. When you look at creation, there's a particular order it's supposed to follow, and it's good. When you look at marriage, there's an order that's supposed to be about it, and it's good. When you look at the church, there's an order that's supposed to be about it, and it's good. Right. So order is good and godly. Uh, disorder is oftentimes yeah. A result of the curse. Yeah, I think order promotes joy, right? Uh, And disorder promotes suffering. Yeah. (laughs) And so so you think, well, once again, that's a principle. Right. And so there's no direct application in this passage, but we have a principle we can work with. Mm -hmm. And we can say, where where is there order in your life? And as a result, there is goodness. Yeah. Um, Because I think there's there's a type of order where we try to control mm. uh, and that type of order where we try to step into this place of God. Right. Because this is order that God created. Yeah. We, we work underneath God's orderly order. <laughs> orderly order. Orderly order. Uh, <laughs> but whenever we try to be God and we try to enforce our own order, yeah, that, that once again is outside of God's order. Right. It causes dysfunction. Yeah. And in pre-fall, right, we see that, man, God is creating out of nothing, which is an important principle. It's what makes him, it's one of the things that makes him God, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't create something with some things. He creates something out of nothing. Yeah. Uh, and he does it in a particular way, mm-hmm. uh, which is to promote joy and closeness with him. And, and then he establishes uh, mankind and gives us a blessing, right? Well, and, and I think that I think the climax of Genesis chapter 1 is verses 27 and 28. Absolutely. Let, let, let me read it. It says, So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. So God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes this is called the creation or the cultural mandate yep. where humanity as, as God's highest and greatest creation uh, is to rule as his image bearers yeah. over the earth. Uh, yeah. I love the, uh, the language of ambassadors. Like we're the ambassadors of God on the earth. Yeah. Or stewards. Uh, yeah. Or steward. steward his good creation. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think what's neat about this is, is this idea that we are made in the image of God. Yeah. Uh, we get so much of our doctrine from this. Yes. Uh, we get so like, we go back to Genesis 1 to deal with a lot of current cultural issues. So how did God make us? Well, God made us in his image. Therefore, uh, humanity is special. Yeah. Like, you are higher than, you are more important than your animals. Yeah. Uh, so you, as a human being, are more important than... I don't know, a dolphin. Yeah. Dolphins or or are, your dog. Or your dog. <laughs> Somebody else's kids and your fur babies are not the same thing, right? <laughs> your, fur your fur babies ain't a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might love them, but uh, they're not a human being. Yeah, and I think this the, the cultural mandate here also is the foundations for 
when Jesus says these are the two greatest commands, is mm-hmm. love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And this comes back to here, man. Like we have been given God's image so that we may worship him as we were created to. And then we are to look at one another as image bearers and treat one another mm-hmm. as so. So what what are the implications for humanity being an image bearer? Like how do how do how are we meant to view people? So I think on societal level, like this is why we're we're pro life. Yes. That's uh, why we we fight against abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is why we uh, this is why we are against transgenderism. Mm-hmm. Like God made us male and female yeah. in His image, and it was good. And it was good. So to fight against our our biology right. is to fight against and rebel against God. Um, so you know it's why we're against this idea of homosexuality. Yeah. We'll get more. You know, you could look more of that in chapter two about yeah. how God made Adam and Eve one flesh. Um, but I think on a on a so that's that might be more societal, but yeah. on a personal level. Well, this is why we show hospitality. Yeah. This is why we fight against things like gossip. Yeah. This is why we look out for the well-being of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Yeah. Because they're made in the image of God. Philippians 2, count others as more significant than ourselves. Or 1 Corinthians 13, the love passage, right? Like love hopes all things. Like uh, we treat people with dignity, value, and respect because of this reality yes. that we are image bearers. Whether we deserve it or not, uh, that's... It, it, it's honoring to our Lord when we treat one another as fellow image well, bearers. And and it's also we're operating in God's good yeah. order. Yes. So all those things I said we were against, it's not that we're being mean. It's like those issues create disorder. Yeah. And so it's actually harmful to the person. It's harmful to the baby. It's harmful to the person claiming to be a different gender. Yeah. So it's not that we're against those people. We're, we're against disorder uh, apart from God's good yeah. order. Or another way to think about it is what we are for is God's order and his God's creation design. and his design. Yes. That's what we're for because we think that, that that causes the most human flourishing that you can experience. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we could do, we could, we could talk for an hour on this chapter and we can't do it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't ten know. Minutes. We're good. We're, we're at 10 minutes. <laughs> no, no, we're, okay. we're in the window. Well, if even just this idea of like the, the cultural mandate or the creation mandate, go and have dominion. Mm-hmm. So we are, we are creating order underneath God's command. Yeah. So we, whether you're an accountant crunching numbers Man, that that is creating order out of disorder. Whether you're a um, you're doing lawn maintenance and there's this grass, you know, getting out of its boundaries, and yeah. you're creating order. Like all these things. Uh, Did you look at my yard? Are you telling me something here? No, 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 no judgment zone here, man. I had I had like my wheelbarrow and my rakes laying in my yard all Christmas. It's like okay, yeah, I gotta so, get to work. It's a reminder of getting out there. And, but you know Sabbath chapter yeah. two. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> but but yeah, so like this idea of bringing order where there's disorder. As you can think, like how how does your occupation, whether it's in the house or at, at a at a job site, like how are in the you the military whatever? How, how are you bringing order to disorder? Yeah. How are you bringing goodness and flourishing? Yeah. That's all tied to Genesis one. Yeah, with and bringing order without compromising the imago day, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, for parents out there, right? We can bring order to our homes, but we can do it 
a with disorderly in way. a disorderly way, right? Yeah. So again, we follow God's design, and what result? What the result is is human flourishing um, and worship, right? Right, yeah. worship. All right. Well, I think that's a breathe in. I think we're out of time. Yeah. So why don't you breathe out? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that you alone are God and that you've created all things out of nothing. And God, uh, you've created us. And you've created us in a particular way uh, for a particular purpose. So God, I pray that we would understand our purpose, that is to glorify you and enjoy you forever. Um, Lord, give us eyes to see our fellow man as a fellow image bearer. Help us to... uh, uh, strive to bring order, to steward uh, your gifts well uh, for the sake of your name. And Lord, we, we love you and we thank you that uh, you blessed us and uh, uh, not because we've done anything, but because you've chosen to. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time with Genesis chapter 2.